0: Welcome to the Video Insiders Podcast. I'm Carlos Pacheco.
1: And I'm Tom Martin.
0: And we are two grizzled YouTube industry veterans. We're the guys behind the scenes, tweaking and optimizing your channels.
1: If you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) If you're lucky. Yes. Yeah, so this podcast is to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube industry and how people run their channels at scale.
0: But before we get started on our episode, we'd like to thank our main sponsor, TubeBuddy, who which is the ultimate tool for creators to streamline their daily workflow on YouTube, allowing more time to make great content. For brands to help reduce busy work and focus on what matters, growing your business on YouTube. For agencies to help manage multiple clients, and for networks which gives partners the tools for success and attractive incentive for recruitment.
1: That's a mouthful. And you can get an exclusive Video Insiders multi channel discount by visiting videoinsiders.fm forward slash TubeBuddy. Thanks again, TubeBuddy.
0: Thank you, TubeBuddy. This week, it's a new Tom interview <laughs> episode.
1: Uh, it seems like that needs its own little theme tune tom's interview of the week
0: exactly exactly tom sat down with chris elshiki from teespring and remind me tom what's his uh, role there
1: uh, he is the head of europe uh, and also kind of the head of top creators and top talent so it's his job to find and help the biggest creators in the world to get their merchandise uh, on sale um and the, the great thing and the kind of unique thing uh, about Teespring, because there are other providers available, uh, is that they can directly be integrated with YouTube. So in their, in a kind of unique advantage point uh, to be able to help people sell directly from like the channel page and the video screen
0: yeah i have to say that's 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 like a killer uh, relationship (laughs) from a you know a startup standpoint like somebody who's set up a company that literally is uh, integrated into youtube they must be doing very well because of that
1: yeah i'm not sure how much chris had to do with the actual a negotiation or implementation of that deal but he's certainly driving it forward in um finding new creators to 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 get on board and to to be using teespring which is also you know the best kind of marketing It's like people see their favorite creators selling merch and they're like oh how are they doing that on youtube and then a quick search is going to make it obvious that it's uh, integrated with teespring so yeah uh, in this chat today uh chris is going to talk a- about himself obviously but also um, how Teespring can help you and just how ridiculously simple it is, uh, to be able to start selling merch with no investment, no risk. And, uh, I realized, um, uh, kind of after. Speaking to Chris, how much I love Teespring, and uh, it, I think that comes pretty across pretty clearly uh, in this chat that we're about to show you. But I must express that this is not sponsored in any any way whatsoever. I just this is just me actually showing uh, some genuine love for a product, which I think is which is great for creators.
0: Agreed. So let's get right to it.
1: So, ladies and gents, I'm very, very happy to bring to you today a good friend of mine, uh, somebody I've been speaking to for uh, over a year now, talking shop, talking non-shop. He's also uh, a British voice, uh, or at least uh, a Scottish voice. So I'm glad to represent us over here in Europe. And speaking of Europe, today I'm speaking to the head of Europe for a company called Teespring. It's Chris Elshiki. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the show.
2: Hello, Tom. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Scotland, we're still part of Britain just now.
1: Yeah, so you're the head of Europe. That sounds like a pretty intense job title. Can you give our listeners a bit of a background as to, to who you are, your position at Teespring, a little bit more about Teespring, and what does the head of Europe actually mean?
2: Yeah, yeah it is a bit of an intense title, particularly just now. So I'm the head of Europe for, for Teespring. I've got to add, not of Europe, not of the mess Yeah, Europe, no, so.
1: there's no Brexit talk on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, actually. not at
2: all. Uh, yeah, so actually I'm head of Europe. I've actually kind of a, a, a twin role, head of Europe. I look after a European office at Teespring, but also um, technically I'm the global director of creator growth and e-commerce. Um, so essentially my job is to work with the likes of you and your crowd, Tom, to kind of like enable creators and um, generally like uh, stars or, or anybody that has an audience to um, create and sell customised merch to their audiences. So that's uh, that's my role at Teespring.
1: Yeah, and so Teespring, for anyone who somehow listening to this podcast hasn't heard of teespring what does teespring do in a nutshell
2: teespring is a social commerce platform that enables creators or indeed um, anybody with an idea to create customized merch and uh, sell it so essentially it's a a print-on-demand platform with a huge huge kind of uh, inventory of, of products we can also source any product you'd like to sell um, and we have global shipping uh, and fulfillment. So we've got like print partners all over the world.
1: I remember when we we first spoke and I came to your, your offices in London, I think there was some kind of misconceptions around Teespring. And I think I mentioned a couple of those to you because I, I remember in the past, Teespring was a, a company that was kind of based on kind of short term campaigns, you know, so you'd kind of launch a bit of merch and it would go away after a certain time. Can you kind of clear that up for us, you know, how it's Teespring kind of differs to how Teespring used to be maybe five, six years ago? And also, what separates Teespring from the other kind of print-on-demand vendors that uh, our audience may already be aware of?
2: Okay, yeah, it's a really good question and it's a really interesting history. Um, So I think when Teespring started before my time, seven, eight years ago, it very much was in the business of creating or allowing kind of internet marketers to create products to kind of capitalise on anything that was trending. So it was an amazing business and the kind of like the core of the business is still the same. The ability to sell high-quality products at no risk to yourself because we print them on demand every time an order comes in, uh, with with high profits. So that was appealing, and naturally, what happened when we, when we launched like seven, eight years ago is when uh, a meme is popular or something's trending on Twitter, or a politician happens to say something uh, that gets picked up and, and begins trending. People make a T-shirt out of that, and. Um, essentially kind of run Facebook ads targeted to the, the, the kind of like the demographic that was suitable for that particular product. So it was really interesting. In the first couple of years, I believe 100 people became millionaires based on this business model, which is amazing. Uh, but it was really based on Facebook ads. So over with algorithm changes and whatnot, over the years, the businesses began to iterate. And the kind of place that we're in now is it, a really exciting opportunity where we're sort of at the forefront of what what we like to call like social commerce, where our, our core sort of like customer, if you like, isn't um, internet marketers anymore. It's actually creators. It's people that have, you know, large or small YouTube, Instagram, Twitch um, followings. So that's where we're at now. Uh, and the history has been, been fantastic, the kind of like change from internet marketer to creator. And kind of like to go to your second question, what sets us apart from... But from the other kind of like platforms is the full number one creator focus that we have. So we do have you know the core of the business, which is print on demand, high margin, but we've actually got kind of like products that are suitable or preferred by creators. things, for example, like all over print, something sub- like sublimated products. Um, and also integrations with huge kind of like partners. Um, we actually developed an integration feature with YouTube. We've done one with Twitch, and we're currently working um, with Instagram to release one too. So that the whole the whole part of Teespring is to enable creators to sell merchandise to their audiences and enable them to do it with like, as little friction as possible, like make it as easy as possible for them. Because we understand that creators have got so much opportunity elsewhere, and perhaps maybe don't have the time to to kind of like create and release quality merch. So that's where we're kind of stepping in with these integrations with our um, platform partners
1: yeah so i think for me that's without doubt probably the biggest separator is that you have you know you're the only kind of merch platform to be directly integrated into youtube so people can buy merch on channel on video watch pages what has this meant for teespring and you know how does it physically work for creators so what do you have to do to qualify what does it enable creators to do and sell is it a totally open program is it only open to certain niches to certain countries i i've heard of this because i kind of it's my job to know everything that's going on in the industry but i think there's a lot of people that are probably not you know really aware of the potential of this on their youtube channel or their twitch stream whatever it may be Totally, yes.
2: Yeah. So it's very exciting. So kind of like to discuss how it impacts and kind of like affects the creator first. So if we think about this, so so last year, um, 2018, 50% of online transactions were actually um, started or, you know, completed via social media. So this means that people are used to buying through social media. So if we're talking about kind of social commerce here, the, the technology, like the merch shelf that we, that we call it, the, the product that we developed on YouTube, which enables creators to display their merchandise below their videos, and it essentially allows their audiences to view their video and purchase the merchandise without leaving the watch page. It also enables the creators to um, place the products on the shelf that are relevant to the video. Um, so uh, they can actually select Whatever product they want under whatever video, which is very powerful. But I think the most important piece here is that some creators don't feel too confident about selling, or perhaps they don't want to come across like they're too salesy. So having like the, the merch shelf active with products that are relevant below the videos actually enables them to kind of pick up passive sales, and also enables them to sort of like put products in the shop window if you like without having to be too um, obvious about what they're trying to do. So how it changes the creator's life is it opens up this revenue stream that perhaps didn't have before, and opens up this opportunity to sell that they didn't have before. And, have before. and um, we're talking about social commerce a lot now, and we believe that kind of um, with Q4 coming up, holiday season, that um, we're going to see a huge, huge impact. I mean, we feel like the likes of YouTube, Instagram, and Twitch, all these places are going to be a huge, huge driver for sales for the years to come, almost impacting the way we purchase like Amazon did um, way back when. With the creator, that's how it impacts them. But did, I think you asked like, how it impacted Teespring, so I can quickly kind of like, cover that. For us, it's been awesome working with like likes of YouTube and, and Twitch and, and Instagram. Partnering up with the biggest platforms in the world definitely adds like a, a level of assurance to creators. But importantly, it helped us become sort of like in the sights and kind of come visible to creators that perhaps never felt they wanted to do merch before, but felt they weren't able to do merch. So being kind of aligned with these guys and working closely with these guys has been amazing for the for, for our business, for sure.
1: There's going to be a lot of people listening to this whose companies, or their, it might be their own channel or the, the channel that they run for their companies, they already qualify to, to be doing this, but they're not. Can you talk quickly about how to qualify, but also how easy it is to actually click a few buttons and to start selling merch that, you know, doesn't exist today, but could easily exist, say, within an hour?
2: Yeah, So it's slightly different for each platform. For for, for YouTube, it's very simple. And the creator just needs to go into the monetization platform part of the YouTube Studio beta, if they click through on there, they should see um, a tab called Merchandise. If they click on there, um, and it's simply just a one button you click. I think, I think it says connect to Teespring or, or connect the merch off, something like that. And they click on that and then that essentially just kind of like begins the, um, the process. With regards to kind of qualification, the, the creator needs to have 10,000 YouTube subscribers but that, that's essentially it. There, there, there's some other kind of criteria based on YouTube's side, but typically as, as a rule of thumb, if they've got 10,000 YouTube subscribers, they should be eligible to kind of um, link up the merch off.
1: Yeah, and just, just to clarify, so all of the kind of uh, merchandise creation is done online separately on, on Teespring, but it is literally just, you know, you upload an image and you can then start to place that image upon uh, a whole host of... Uh, different potential merchandise you don't have to hold any stock it just gets printed when it's ordered so there's kind of zero risk to the creator or the channel and i just don't think people realize how easy it is because i know you know a lot of early teachings for youtube was like go and find a partner go and get 500 shirts printed stick them in your garage and then you know start to try and sell them via a website but teespring has made that so much easier and frictionless like you say and also you know de-risk that really for creators
2: yeah i mean it's amazing really i used to like when i first started in, in business i actually had like a record label and a management company and recording studios up in scotland and uh, i remember these guys would buy thousands and thousands of t-shirts and go away on tour and and, you know and ultimately kind of return with like a Thousand extra extra small t-shirts. They just couldn't shift So although people want to buy merch it can be a huge risk for the creator or the artist to sell merch So what Teespring does as you correctly say is we only Create the product once it's been purchased which means it's absolutely zero risk the YouTube or any creator is is able to kind of create as many products as they wish um, so what you're saying is absolutely true. And I think you're right. I was actually at a conference last year where someone who was quite, quite experienced and quite well received in the kind of creator industry actually advised some YouTube YouTube creators to stockpile their merch and begin to sell it themselves. It's just not, it's just not necessary anymore. It's just not required we kind of like remove that heavy lifting.
1: Yeah. And also just to go back to the qualification, just to, again, to clarify, you don't need to have 10,000 YouTube subscribers or, you know, to be of a certain size to start using Teespring. That's just at the point where you can activate the widget to be able to sell it on channel. But, you know, you can start, you know, anyone in the world can log on today, create some merchandise and then, you know, get some eyeballs on it and potentially sell it at no risk without any audience.
2: Exactly. Very good point. So anybody in the world can do it and everybody in the world should. Many creators who've got very small channels will create a product. They'll uh, order one for themselves using our sample feature. They'll wear it in their video and they'll, they'll let their audience know that it's available for sale and there'll be a link in their description in their bio to go and purchase.
1: And um, like the name is Teespring. You know, T-shirts are probably the most famous piece of YouTube merchandise ever. You know, it's kind of the, the first thing that, that anyone thinks of. You know, I think back way, way back in the day, you know, people like Charlie McDonald selling T-shirts from their channels and, and doing well from that. But what other kind of skews and products can people actually st- start to sell if that's not quite right for their audience?
2: So we kind of um, we've got this this feature this um, part of our business called Teespring Anything. Uh, it's teespring Go. The, the website is Teespring um, slash anything. And we are, are kind of we we pride ourselves on being able to source anything. So although we've got a huge list of print on demand products, we're actually able to source whatever product anybody would like to sell. And we have a team of people that are scouring the world and the internet to find these products for example we did a hundred thousand plushy spiders for a big creator called lucas the spider last year he sold a hundred thousand of them we're currently talking to an australian creator regarding selling uh surfboards for him so the the opportunities are, are kind of like almost limitless and this is something that we're really keen to sort of like bring to the market in, in 2020 and really scale the fact that you can sell whatever you want to sell
1: you know i remember when I, you first told me about that program like my my jaw hit the table because I think that is so just incredible that creators can start to, you know, release custom pieces of merchandise or, you know, that goes beyond merchandise. It just, it's a product. It's no longer merchandise. You know, if you're a cooking channel, you know, you could release your own line of spoons or something like that. Exactly. But to be able to do that without having like a guy on the floor in China, or just white labeling another product from Alibaba, again, which is not frictionless. I think it is, is an incredible opportunity and not just for kind of independent creators working from their bedrooms, but big media companies, the, the likes that I, I used to work for in my corporate days. So I just think this is absolutely huge. So how do people get access to? To that because obviously for that that's a lot more risk and work on teespring's part so i'm assuming this is not open to just anyone for you to you know find a product
2: right yeah so i mean it, it, the, the kind of like the, the, the setup and the pricing is dependent on the product but essentially i think the first thing to understand is that we are a, a fulfillment a logistics experts if you like that's what our business is at its core um, we have a huge fulfillment center in the US and we have several fulfillment centers in Europe. So we are set up to do this. We work in the creator industry, which is, you know, this is where our marketing and our commercial department is focused on. But the back one of us is this huge logistics operation. So you know, we know what we're doing when it comes to this and we're excited to release this. So with regards to kind of like risk and costs, essentially what we do is uh, we ask the kind of like the creator to submit the idea to us. And then we charge something like a hundred dollars up front. And that kind of like covers the time for us to go ahead and source a product or, or create the product. <clears throat> and then once we have the prototype, it then becomes a discussion of whether we want to go forward with it. Now we can work on two models. One's a pre-sale model, whereby the customer can sort of like garner interest and uh, sorry, the, the creator can garner the interest and understand the sales volume, then we send it to production. Or we can work to get the products created and store them in our warehouses and kind of like sell them as the orders come in demand
1: yeah that's um that's pretty amazing you know coming from a time where before like i say you'd need to work with some kind of agent in china and then a whole kind of third-party logistics provider so Yeah, I think you just open up so many doors and, you know, I'm just trying to think of so many different channels and products that I could set up for the future. And I'm sure there are a lot of people uh, listening to this whose eyes are kind of just lighting up and just scrambling around to, to, you know, pick up ideas that they'd probably left in a shoebox somewhere because they thought that it was just operationally too difficult to release your own line of spoons or, you know, Drum pedals, or, or or whatever it may be. We're gonna, yeah, yeah uh,
2: it, it is amazing. Flash spiders, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it is amazing. The, the opportunities are endless. If, if this hassle is taken out of the way, and then you know, if it's displayed on the merch shelf on YouTube, you know, the the opportunity to kind of like sell directly to your audience whilst them watching your video. Uh, the the opportunity here is quite amazing and it's certainly very exciting.
1: Yeah. So you, you haven't kind of come from a a YouTube background. What was your kind of background uh, before working for Teespring and and how have you found it working with creatives and, and kind of YouTube creators? Has that been a a shock to the system? What are some of the kind of um, interesting things you've, you've found about working with YouTube creators and, you know, Twitch streamers that uh, you may not have expected or that uh, you might have been pleasantly surprised at?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, in some sort of, like, crazy way, it all sort of makes sense. So when I first started working professionally, I think I touched upon earlier, I had the music business. I was working with like a creative person, creative people for sure. And it was quite successful. We had a couple of recording studios and we had um, a management company. and um, We developed quite a lot of, you know, of the successful Scottish talent that's around um, just now. We actually worked a, a lot on, like, a, a big band that won the Mercury Music Prize a few years ago. So I'm accustomed to working with creatives, now, and I do like it. Then I ended up working for a company like Get, called Get, that's very similar to Uber, which is essentially the black cab version of Uber. We had to try and scale this transportation app all across the UK. I was a UK general manager there, and that was hectic. And then coming to Teespring, which was the same level of hectic as get, but also kind of like bringing in the creative element that I was used to from the, from the music business really feels like it makes sense now. So I'm not really surprised or shocked by anything, but my jaw did hit the floor a little bit when we sold a hundred thousand of these plushy spiders last year. I, I just watching that come through was amazing.
1: Yeah. That's, that is an incredible, uh, incredible story. So yeah, go and check out Lucas, the spider on YouTube, not only to, It's a great channel, uh, but you'll also be able to see their kind of merch in action. Uh, I'd like to touch a bit on this a bit more because uh, one of the lessons that I really focused on when I was kind of teaching kind of beginner creators, which I I don't really do anymore, one of the biggest lessons that I always said was that you need to 100% diversify your income stream you know, don't rely on YouTube's AdSense or you know, whatever it's you know, whatever the equivalent is on Twitch, Twitch subscriptions or donations, whatever it might be. Well, how have you seen Teespring, you know, have this new revenue stream for creators? And you know, has it you know, have people come to you and said? You know, this is this has changed my life. I've been able to go full time on YouTube. What are some of the kind of uh, success stories that you're if you're allowed to, uh, to share with us?
2: Yes uh, that's been quite a lot and I don't think I, can, I don't think uh, I can share the individual cases but I tell you when I went to VidCon uh, in the UK this year, some of the creators, you know, with, with, with tears in their eyes almost, we're, we're, we're really thankful for the ability to diversify and generate some more income. Because it's not only... For, I mean, we're talking like small, small creators here or kind of growing creators. It's not only about making money. It's also kind of gives them the understanding that their audience are truly engaged. You know, if you're, if you're a small creator that, that's growing and you're able to sell, you know, 500 T-shirts, it's huge. You know, it's, it's, it's a huge huge milestone you know it's, it's, it's kind of like it's validation and to see the audience you know buy these and then take a photo of themselves wearing that and share it on their social it, I think it's an amazing experience so it certainly is rewarding um, and there has been many cases where we, we really are kind of like proud and pleased to be able to help these guys um, diversify and, and grow their businesses. Like we all know, there's, there's literally every kind of creator out there and somehow there, there's an audience for them. I remember one of her successful creators, I think it was possibly around about this time last year, was a, a cleaning channel. And the, the guys had released um, T-shirts based on the silhouette of a woman hoovering you know, and they, <laughs> it's all through the roof. It's just, it's just amazing. You know, it's amazing the things that people buy and the things that people support.
1: So speaking of that, who is your ideal creator? Is it purely, you know, size, size of audience, or is it more, you know, like engagement? They're really engaged, like a really, you know, they've got super fans or is it someone that is more business savvy and is just better at marketing? Um, the products that they create.
2: Like everyone's everyone's different, and do you know? Like, I, I'm thinking about this question now, and the only answer I can really think of is anybody who's motivated and willing to have some fun. You know, if you can not take yourself too seriously, and you can create a product that has a silhouette of a person vacuuming, you know, and sell that to your audience, and know your audience might, you know, see the the fun in that, and, and sell that, and, and become successful doing that. Then that's the kind of person that we want to work with. we want to work with anybody who wants to grow their business, but anybody that's willing to sort of like push it a bit and, and not worry and just give it a try, because that's that's the beauty of Teespring and the fun of it. There's no risk. Create as many products as you want. You just give it a good go at promoting it, then you never know what might happen.
1: Yeah, there is. You know, there is no downside, and you know, unless you've already got a you know some kind of exclusive if you're you know, maybe a slightly bigger brand, you may already have your merchandise rights licensed out, but anyone else, you are leaving money on the table, right? I can't I can't think of a more simple way to say it than that. You you know, you're yeah, losing
2: out totally. But then the only thing that can be damaged here is like is your feelings you know if, if you want <laughs> yeah. if, if you think that something's going to be a great design and doesn't work the only thing that's going to be hurt here is like is your feelings or, or your ego but just get on the horse and try again you know
1: yeah well i did hear that big story if maybe it was two months ago something like that there was a a big instagram influencer i think she may have had something like four million followers or something like that and she failed to sell 38 t-shirts which is the i think the the uh, the amount of t-shirts she need to do her her first print run because she obviously wasn't using teespring <laughs> and so uh it wasn't print on demand so she didn't even get the money for those 38 t-shirts uh, unfortunately yeah. um so yeah there really is n- nothing to to risk before i let you go i just want to know you know what is in the future for teespring so you've mentioned your uh, kind of uh Teespring, anything? I think you said it was called. What else does the does the future hold near or what or long term future? So, is it more platform integrations, more kind of standard merch ranges, uh, more services? What do you think's kind of coming down the pipeline?
2: Yeah, so the immediate future is 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 the first two things that that you mentioned there. So, um, so Teespring Go is a service where we're able to kind of fulfill. Or source and fulfill anything so they are definitely definitely excited to scale that we really would love people to submit some ideas and we can work on that you know and everything's on the table until we're able to until we're able to figure out if it's if it's not possible so that, that's something that we're excited about and the second piece is you know we've got the, the these amazing we, we've talked about youtube quite a lot but like there's more features coming out for YouTube, so it's kind of like enhancing the, 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 the kind of like the, the product experience we have with our partners. So there's YouTube, uh, there's Twitch, um, which which we haven't really talked about. There's, there's some amazing features in there, such as like alerts whenever a person purchases live and stream, and we've got Instagram coming out as well. Instagram actually announced our partnership at VidCon in the US this year. So it's really kind of like doubling down on, on all of these. Um, and ensuring that the, the creators have the, have the most seamless and the most effective experience possible um, selling literally anything through, through these integrations. So that, that's kind of like what we're working on immediately on this horizon.
1: Incredible. So if people want to get started, where's the best place for them to go? If they need some help, where should they go? And if they just want to hear more from you or get in touch, um, what's the best place for people to find you or find more about you?
2: uh yes yeah, so they can get me on on linkedin um can I, I kind of post blogs um uh, and musings now and again uh, so my name is chris l shiki um i can spell that maybe you'll have that written on, on the podcast but it's uh, <laughs>
1: yeah it's not the easiest one <laughs> to,
2: uh, to, to spell or the easiest name to say um so yeah you can find me on linkedin um as far as Teespring goes, the best place to go would be teespring.com slash for, that's F-O-R slash creators. And everything everything you need to know is on there. And if you want to kind of like send me an email, it's chris e at teespring.com.
1: And if they wanted to find out more about uh, Teespring Go, could they find that on the main website yeah. or is it a separate website?
2: If they go to um, teespring.com slash for slash creators uh, in there, you'll be directed to what you need to what you seek Teespring goes actually right at the bottom of the website so everything should be on there
1: Perfect Chris it's been a pleasure to talk to you again I'm still waiting to get a box full of free (laughs) t-shirts various plush spiders and silhouettes of women hoovering (laughs) so I'll be looking out for that at the postman uh, when he comes tomorrow but um, thank you so much uh, for your time guys you have to check out teespring if you're not doing it already for your youtube channel or for your brand chris it's been a pleasure and i hope to see you again soon
2: thank you for having me
1: That was
0: amazing. Thank you, Chris, for taking the time to talk with Tom. It's definitely a great opportunity for anybody or a brand, even a brand or a creator to, you know, add this to their monetization uh, strategy uh, or diversification strategy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one piece of the Ever multiplying opportunities online to make money other than AdSense.
1: Yeah, and it's for, you know, this is definitely valuable for kind of individual bedroom creators that may not have, you know, a license in a merchandise department in their company. Uh, but also, this is also for those companies that do have kind of big licenses. You know, today I saw on Tube Filter that um, Simon's Cat, which is a brand that I worked very, very closely with during my time at Endermile that they've just released in conjunction with Teespring some uh, limited edition plushies. So you can now get um, limited edition Simon's cat plushies and not just plushie spiders. So yeah, if you do have like a big brand or you work for a big brand, you know, Teespring can definitely work for you instead of just the kind of traditional, merchandising and uh, licensing yeah
0: very cool as usual we'd like to say a big thank you to tubebuddy the ultimate extension tool to optimize your youtube channels as tom said at the start of the episode we have a very special offer on the website uh, videoinsiders.fm slash tubebuddy where you can sign up for multiple channels at once and get a unique VIP discount. I'd like to also add that the website has been refreshed and looks way better than the one I had set up before. Pay us a visit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and just to clarify, that's our website, not, not the Buddy website, which always looks beautiful. So yeah, please visit us at videoinsiders.fm where you can find uh, all of our previous episodes. Speaking of which... If you found this or any of our previous episodes useful or helpful, please share with an industry friend and don't forget to leave us a rating or review in the podcast of your choice because it will help other industry insiders just like you to discover the podcast.
0: Have a good one. Bye.